Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Hello, yes. Welcome back to the Party with Lance podcast. It's me, Lance again. Um, Welcome back. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Let's say, first off, I want to thank everybody, as always, for listening, for subscribing, for reviewing, rating. Um, I've gotten some very nice notes from people on social media, also in person, and also a lot more people have been listening to this than I anticipated, uh, which is awesome. Um, I'm actually surprised anybody listens. Uh, I'm surprised anybody does anything for anyone. Anytime anyone does anything for me at all, even if someone sends me like a happy birthday text or or gets me like a holiday card, I'm like blown away. The fact that I feel like everyone is so busy, the fact that anyone takes even like like 60 seconds or, or you know 30 seconds out of their day to do something for me, I'm always completely blown away. So I thank everybody for all that. And if you want to uh, rate it or review the podcast on iTunes, that is super cool and helpful. Otherwise, uh, just enjoy. Uh, what else? Some uh, upcoming dates. Uh, today is Saturday I'm recording this. I am very behind on doing this. Uh, I know I've been trying to get it, getting them out every Wednesday, but uh, I have fallen behind once again. I think I, f- I fell behind due to a few reasons. Uh, are these excuses? Perhaps. Um, but I was uh, traveling. You know, I was in Iowa, and then I flew back to New York, and then I flew to Charlotte for the holidays, and I flew back. Then I got uh, slightly under the weather. I don't know if you can hear it now, but I'm a little in my like face feels kind of like hot and pressury. So I have a little bit of that going on. So I don't know how much of that is coming across on the podcast. But uh, and then just some personal stuff in life, Uh, just being in New York, being back from Charlotte and taking care of some stuff, you know, life stuff. You got, you know, a lot of of stuff you got to do in life. It doesn't just happen for you. Right. Like even just I always said this. Or I would talk about it with my old roommate, um, my buddy Matt, um, when we used to live together. Just like just the things you have to do just to maintain your like day to day is insane. Uh, just to like maintain like a new like just I, I don't know. There's a lot lot to do there. So anyway, some upcoming dates tonight. If I happen to get this out uh, on Saturday uh, today, um, I am doing four shows tonight. Uh, I posted them on social media, and if this comes out Sunday, which is uh, would be tomorrow, which I don't know when you listen to this, but um, I have two shows tomorrow night as well. So for New York shows, I'm always posting them on uh, you know Instagram, Facebook. Check it out there. Uh, New Year's Eve, I will be hosting the two shows at the West Side Comedy Club, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then January 5th, I will be uh, with Brendan Fitzgibbons and Scott Sharp at the Cellar Door in Frederick, Maryland. And then I have some more January dates coming up too, but let's just keep it at that for now. So, what else would I like to talk about? I, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but this morning, something I really want to get back into is uh, when my life is going its best, I'll say, or, or moments of it's going its best, I was always meditating and then listening to like music in the morning that made me feel good, and I was listening to um, uh, like uh, kind of meditation or or like positive kind of energy things from uh, Abraham Hicks and or Esther Hicks, I believe. Uh, and then um, I think she goes by both names, depending on uh, if you know about her, then you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then also Wayne Dyer. Uh, so I was listening to some Wayne Dyer 
uh, this morning. And I really, I really am going to get back into that because that really has made my life. Uh, when things seem to have been going well, those kind of like listening to those kind of things really help me out. And then I talk about this to my buddy Brennan sometimes. You know, people always say like maybe this stuff is hokey or it's like you know not real or like. But I, but here's the thing: I've read probably like forty self help books or so maybe over the years, right? One or two a year, maybe just on the train or whatnot. Like, and, and every time I'm reading one, like doing people say like, "Oh, this is not real," or "This is not like." I feel better. Like I, I, I feel better, and then I'm better to people, and then I have a better day, and things go my way more. So you can say whatever you want about it, but it's like if it makes me feel better, then it's working. So I really want to get back uh, to a place in my life of reading, really just self inventory. You know, I. Maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution. I don't usually do resolutions that much. I think, uh, well, you know, why start? Why wait till January first to start? And I almost think it's like a, a recipe for failure. It's like if you want to do it, make the change today. You know, I, I don't know who am I to blame? I, I don't have it together. But I want to really make it maybe in my. I want to get back to discovering myself, or you know, I was, well, I was listening to Wayne Dyer this morning, so maybe I'm echoing some of his. Uh, I was just listening to YouTube YouTube things. There's tons of them on there. I really want to get back to discovering like my spirit and myself and um and and really just taking like 10 minutes in the morning to like like appreciate the day, appreciate that I have another day, that I'm that I'm up, that I can look outside and see things and and I can see the sky even if it's raining, you know, that or the cloudy or snowing or what or sunny or whatever it is, it's like I really want to get more appreciative of life and the fact that I'm that I have another day, you know, we don't have these well, we're not guaranteed these days ever. So those are, those are some things I really want to get back on. So let's just say that. I love Wayne Dyer. Uh, I listen to him, and uh, I highly recommend. That'll be, that'll be a Lance recommendation for today will be the, or this week or whatever, will be the Lance, uh, or, or the, um, the Lance recommendation will be Wayne Dyer. Just any of his books. I've read a lot of his books. One book of his that I love is uh, The Power of Intention. That book is one of the best books I've ever, I've ever read personally. Uh, I feel like it changed my thought process on a lot of things and and really like helped me in a lot of ways. So Wayne Dyer, any YouTubes or any books, and same with Abraham Hicks. I highly endorse those. I love those. And uh, Deepak Chopra, I'll throw in a third. I love all the three of those. And that I, I've read their books and, and heard things of them that have really like made, really influenced my thought on a lot of things. And he, here's also the thing too. You know, you could say if you're a really religious person, whatever that religion is, maybe it goes against that or maybe... If you're not religious at all, maybe it's too hokey or maybe it's too energy, feely, whatever, right? You could say about any of these. But here's the thing about these books is like, just take take out of it what works for you, right? If you listen, if you read anything of anyone's, any author, any person who gives a speech, politician, whatever, like, you don't have to believe everything they believe. It's like, if you're a Democrat or Republican or let's say like a Catholic or not a Catholic or atheist or what. Like, you don't have to take, just because it's like a label or something, you don't have to take everything that something is. Like, if you're a Democrat, you don't have to believe, like, 100% all the Democrat stuff, right? You can be like, well, I agree with, like, 70% of it, or, like, but 30% I don't really like, and I actually agree with the Republicans on that, or vice versa. Like, the thing about life is, like, you don't have to, you don't have to take, like, some, what, what I'm saying is basically when you, when you listen to these, uh, or, or if you read any of these books, just take out of it what might speak to you, what might be something you could take out of. You don't have to agree with every point, but I'm just saying that I, I enjoy Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Abraham Hicks 
books or readings or YouTube videos. Uh, and a lot of that's free, right? A lot of the online stuff is free. So I just recommend them. And that'll be the Lance recommendation for this week. I'd also like to recommend uh, a couple books that I've been reading here recently. Um, I, I, in general, don't, I go on and off about reading, right? I'll read sometimes like, I'll read on the train a ton, and then I won't read at all, and then I'll just watch people, or I'll like mess around on my phone, or whatever, right? But some books I've been reading recently that I really enjoy, one book, I started this one first, um, I don't like to fly in airplanes, I don't know if, uh, I always had a, a, a fear of flying, I think a lot of people have a fear of flying, and um, I'm reading this book, it's really helping me, it's called uh, Cockpit Confidential. And it's written by the person who, or the pilot who has the website. I believe it's uh, askapilot.com or askthepilot.com. If you just Google it, I'm sure it'll pop up. It's a pretty famous uh, aviation or, or a place to you know, answer questions. The pilot answers questions from people about flying and whatnot and just gives detailed stuff on it. So anyway, the, the book is like, just gives you, I don't like to fly. We all fly from time to time, right? Some of us might fly once every 10 years. Some of us might fly every week for work. Or, you know, it just depends. I fly kind of sporadically depending on where I'm going for family stuff or for gigs, like when I flew to Iowa or, uh, you know, it just depends on what you got going on. So uh, I don't like to fly. I think a lot of people don't like to fly. So this book is really helping me because it has things like, it's basically just knowledge, right? Like the more you understand about aviation or flying, like the more it, it, it's not so much a mystery. Even simple things like, you know when you ride in a plane sometimes and it has like these weird noises like under the wings or like underneath you. It's like, nah, 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 or like, nah. like it even talks about in the book, it's like, and you're like, oh my God, what's that? What just happened? And when you read the book, it's like, oh, that's just like, it, it lets you know that like that's normal. Like that's, that's like, you know, fluid going to like different parts of the wing to help it work or something. And then, so even when you're flying and you hear all these weird noises, you it, having the knowledge and knowing that that's what it is is like oh that's just what it is like that's how it should operate so uh it's really helped me flying a lot is reading this book i i cannot recommend it enough cockpit confidential um the pilot is name uh, his name escapes me, but also ask a pilot that's also the site or the pilot or whatever and it really has just helped me, you know, understand, like, and it talks about, like, aviation, like, uh, different airport things, or, like, you know, the boarding process, and, like, mid-flight, what's happening, what are the pilots doing, you, you know, it's just super helpful in, like, understanding, and as I get older, I'm trying to have just, I'm trying to learn more, you should always be learning in general, right, I think there's no, there's no time to stop learning, there's, there's so much knowledge, basically, it's, like, infinite, right, there's a million things, and there's a million facets to everything. So the, but the more I learn about flying, I'm like, oh, this is actually, and it, it, they always tell you it's the safest, right? You always hear that. It's the safest mode of transportation. And after you read more of this book, and I'd like to learn even more, you know, it's like, oh, it actually is safe, and this is why. Like, So I highly recommend that book to anybody who is scared of flying. It's immensely helped me. Even while I've been like reading the plane or reading the book while flying, and it's been like, unbelievably helpful like we'll hit turbulence i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh like even when the pilot comes on right and there's like hey we're gonna be hitting some uh, i don't know why that's the pilot's voice but <laughs> you know when anytime the pilot comes on and says like we might be hitting i immediately start sweating my whole body like my palms get really sweaty and it's but no even reading that book i'm like oh well turbulence is this and no plane crashes from turbulence and you hear all these things but like reading the book and understanding like what is it what's happening what's going on what are the pilots doing has been immensely helpful to me. So highly recommend the book. Also with flying, it's like anything I'll say. I've been flying a lot here the last few weeks for some stuff. 
it's it, it, the exposure of flying actually helps. It's like everything else. The more you do it and you go, oh, it's fine. It's like everything else in life. The exposure of something makes you feel, it makes you okay. People always say that about stand-up. They're like, oh my God, I can never get, I can never get up in front of those people and do that. It's like, eh, eh, I don't want to say you could, but like you might, or you could because it's like, eh, pretty much everybody could do like a funny few minutes. Like I could take probably a random person off the street and after a year have them have a, a pretty good five minutes that will do okay in front of people just by doing it, right? It's like, it's just a learned thing. So it's like, you be might not be good the first time, the second time, but every time you get a little better, you learn a little bit, you learn this. So it's like, and, the, and then you're a little less nervous. You learn how to handle that. You learn a little, and then after a year, that person off the street, I could put them in front of twenty people, and they'd be pretty good. They'd be pretty, maybe not awesome, but they'll be okay, okay to decent for for four to five minutes, right? Because it's the exposure doing it. Like they're less scared. They're less. So even with flying, it's really just the exposure of flying has really, like, it, it, again, it'll just get you all, oh, we didn't crash, oh, I'm still alive, oh, my, like, it was a smooth ride, or, oh, it was, like, nothing actually really happened at all, so the exposure of flying is huge, so that'll help get over fear of flying. Also, here's a little thing I found, too, I have, uh, I've been experimenting with this on and off, I'm a big fan of experimenting, uh, like, and keeping mental logs, uh, sometimes even, I journal sometimes, I'll even write it down, like, mental logs of what worked, what didn't, I've found that, like, you know, maybe one beer on a plane is actually really helpful because it's like the planes fly plane planes fly at a pressure that uh, uh the the cabin is pressurized i think it's, i think it's if i could be wrong on this somewhere between like 6000 and 8000 or 6000 and 9000 feet so it's like being on a mountain or something i think maybe so when you drink even one beer it's like the equivalent of having two just like what's in the oxygen in your yeah, I don't know, the blood and the oxygen, I'm not a scientist, but from what I've read and, and heard, it's like the pressure in the cabin, you actually, and so every time I drink like one beer, just one beer, um, I'm like, literally when the turbulence happens, I'm like, whatever, like it's fun, like I'm not endorsing getting hammered on a plane, I mean, listen, if you want to teach their own, I guess, I don't know, but I have found for me that one beer on a plane, a one 12 ounce can or whatever they have, um, has made me like sufficiently, sufficiently? Uh, calmer during like turbulent kind of thing so one beer because it's really the equivalent of having a couple um although i have found that when i land i feel a little foggy just because like the the your head feels foggy in general just from like the pressure of of you know going up and down altitudes or whatever and then they like well, the one beer does feel maybe maybe you just you feel foggy after flying in general but here's also a tip too a lot of people might not, might not know this but i have learned that on certain airlines i, I believe american I could be wrong on this. Maybe even Delta and a couple others. If you take the shuttle flight and they consider the shuttle, they consider the shuttle flight like let's say like from New York to DC or like New York, like I just did it to Charlotte, New York to Charlotte or New York to um, Chicago or any of these flights are like an hour or whatever, like the commuter shuttle things they call them, whatever, right? I think you actually get one free drink. Or if I've at least like not been charged a few times. I didn't get charged. I had a beer on the way back from Charlotte a few days ago, and I didn't get charged for my beer. And I've also even tried to pay for it once with a with a like a uh, a steward person, right? And and they were like, "Oh, you're good." They're like, "It's fine." And I think I even got told once, "Like, oh, you get one." Or if you Google, I think you get. I don't know. I think you get one free one sometimes. Anyway, one beer I found has worked for me sometimes if I'm really anxious. In general, I try not to drink when I fly, but I, I actually had a ton of coffee. So many things you got to do, right? Like I had a ton of coffee in the morning flying back from Charlotte because I wanted to go to the bathroom before I got on the plane because if you don't go to the bathroom and you're on the plane, 
it, that's like just the most brutal experience. So, but then I had too much coffee, and then I was feeling kind of jittery on the plane. So I had one beer, and that like leveled it out. Like, well, it's such a balancing game, right? But I found one beer to be helpful. Also, third thing, or maybe a fourth, I don't know. Another thing that has helped me flying, um, I fly kites as like a, a fun, I, you know, a fun hobby or whatever. I fly like these stunt kites or like um, these power kites. They have, some of them have two lines, some of them, some of them have four lines. And I fly these things, and like I can literally keep these kites in the air. You know, it's a cheap kite. Like it might be like forty bucks. I could keep this kite in the air indefinitely. If there's wind, I can keep a two-line stunt kite, a forty dollar, a thirty-nine ninety-nine stunt kite in the air for literally indefinitely as long as there's wind. And it's like, so that's actually, and it's basically these kites. Sometimes are built just like airplane wings. Basically, they're like a foil or whatnot. And I can keep it in the air indefinitely. So that makes me feel like when I fly on an airplane, I'm like, dude, that was like a $39.99 kite that I, I don't even have any knowledge really of. Like, I just put it up there and fly it. Like, there's something called a wind window and you fly with it. But it's like very minor. I'm not a, I don't know anything about the wind, really. Just some basic kite flying things. And like, you're sitting on an airplane that has like millions of dollars behind it. Like, every system has like another backup system with it. And then like, also, when you fly, there's so many people that, it's not just you and the pilot. It's like there's like air traffic controllers. They send it over to other air traffic controllers. They send it to other people who watch, to other radars, to other pilots, to other planes. To like, so it's like the, uh, to the steward people, to like the gate agent. The amount of people that are like in charge, like making sure your flight gets from like point A to point B is like who are watching it every second in the systems and whatever. It's insane. So flying kites has actually been very helpful to me. So I recommend maybe flying a kite. You could buy kites, you know, buy a quality kite. So listen, when you fly a junky kite, well, a $7 kite from like Kmart or something, it, it's just not It's not good material. It's not, it might be. But if you buy a kite for like 15 bucks, 20 like a single line kite, spend like 20 bucks on a good single line kite and there's wind, you can keep it up all day. It's like, so to think that your flight that's like one hour or two hours or even whatever, it's like however long, it doesn't matter, like it's going to be fine. So Flying kites, I highly recommend um, for flying. So that was pretty good. Hey, that was a nice rant there. Oh, I was, uh, that was just, there was just a one book I talked about. I forgot to talk about the other book that I was reading. So Cockpit Confidential, the other book I'd like to talk about that I, that I purchased recently is a book called Sapiens. Uh, and it's about human, like the human history. Man, if you want to feel like small or like you don't matter, um, which of course everybody matters, but this book, Sapiens, talks about like how humans are like. I'm, I'm not that far into it, but like just to put in perspective how little we've been on the planet, like our kind of species of of uh, of human or whatever. It's like like it's unbelievable. I, I don't know. It's all that. I'm actually kind of really getting into history a little bit. Like I, I growing up, I did not like history at all. But even when I was in Charlotte, I was watching on TV. I found the best the best channel and the best TV show I've ever seen. I was watching uh, the Smithsonian Channel, and there's a show called Aerial America, and it's just uh, shot with a helicopter. I thought it was a drone, but if you read about it, it's a helicopter, it says. And it's like 4K or whatever, I don't know. And they fly around all these different places, and it's all aerial shots, and then they give you the history of what you're looking at. So they have one that's called, like, the South. Then they have one that's called New England. Then they have one that's called, like, the West or something. And then they have I just discovered this. They have one for every state. And it's amazing because I hated history growing up. I'm 50-50 on it now. Uh, but I think I hated it growing up because I grew up in, in South Georgia. And 
I think I was in like, you know, I was in Boy Scouts. It was very hot growing up. And I went to so many like forts. And dude, when you're eight years old and you're wearing like an uncomfortable Boy Scout outfit and it's South Georgia heat, so you're looking like 95, 100 degrees, crazy humidity in an uncomfortable Boy Scout outfit. And now you got to go to this fort. And someone just like, you don't even understand what that is. Like, I think I was too young to even understand or appreciate it. Uh, and also just hot. It's uncomfortable. So I did not like that growing up. But I've, I was watching this Aerial America show, and it was awesome because they just fly over. And they, as they fly over, first of all, the shots are incredible. They're beautiful, whether it's like the country or mountains or farmland or cities or little towns or whatever. is amazing footage to begin with. So you're like, wow, this is just awesome and relaxing to watch. And then two, they're giving you like historical context. You're like, well, they're like, this is where the American Revolution happened. And then this is where the Civil War happened. And that stuff usually bores the fuck out of me. But but watching this show, I was like, oh my gosh, that it, like seeing it and then hearing them talk about it. Like, I felt like I was traveling places and then I was learning so much. I mean, stuff you already learned in school, but I learned it when I was so young and I was so bored by it. But now I'm watching. And I was like, oh my gosh, like they would fly over Boston, talk about the Boston Tea Party. And, and, but and or that's just one example right there's a ton of stuff or they're like a civil war battle here but when they're flying over the battlefield and they're like the people came from here and they fought here. And i'm like oh my gosh like it's putting it into context it's actually one of the most informative shows like i've ever seen they throw in little facts some modern facts some some historical things best show i've ever seen another recommendation couple recommendations this week huh the so uh I, I, what did i wayne dyer abraham hicks um uh, uh, Deepak Chopra, then I recommended, what are, oh, this flying book, Cockpit Confidential, Sapien's book, I didn't, oh, that's a little tied into what I'm talking about now, but I, I'm, it's an awesome book about his, like, human history, which stuff I don't really, I wasn't really into, but I'm just on this kind of history kick between Sapien's and this show here, uh, Smithsonian Aerial America, so, um, what else about that, let's see, I think that's it, I, I recommend all those things, let's say that. Okay, let's go to something, maybe some pet peeves. Pet peeves of the week. Uh, on my flight back from Charlotte, there was a lady sitting across from me. I was had an aisle seat. She was sitting on the other aisle, uh, across the way, and she was crocheting or whatever. I don't is it crocheting? Maybe she was knitting. I don't know. Whatever it is where you put a needle through like a cloth and then like creates a design. Maybe that's crocheting. I don't know. I'm not, that's not my field. But... She had this light on it, like a book light, you know, like a clamp light that you can book light on and read a book. She was using that. You know, we were flying kind of in the evening, so it was dark, or night, basically nighttime at that day. You know, sun had already gone down by the time we were mid-flight. So she's doing that, and then she would have to flip it over to, like, have the, get the needle go through the other way. Like, right, you go back and forth between which side you got to push and pull the needle through. Every time she... Every time she put the thing over, the light would, like, flash in my eye, and I'm assuming other people's, like, I'm very sensitive to, like, sounds and sights, um, and I think a lot of us are. Uh, it's just, like, one of my things. I don't do great with, like, loud things or really bright things or whatever. So every time she would turn it over, it would just, like, flash in my eye, and it's, like, I'm going to say, like, this, what I don't like about some things is when, peop when people do things that that affect you against your will. And maybe I guess this is just like being human and the amount of things that are happening to us on a, you know, a daily, just every time you go out, there's things happen to you you don't want. But when people do things to you, a big pet peeve is when they do it to you against your will. So it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm just trying to read my book uh, and enjoy, you know, I'm being as quiet, whatever. I try and be as respectful as I can. Maybe I'm not perfect. Maybe I'm doing things that are bothering people. Maybe I just don't know it. Like maybe this lady didn't know it. This is an older lady. She's got to be like 70, maybe even 80, like just crocheting or whatever. 
and she's just enjoying her time too. She's like, oh, I'm just calmly doing my thing. But every time she flipped it over, it would flash in my eye. So I have a big pet peeve of anytime, anytime someone does something to, to another human being against their will. Because I'm just sitting there and I can't really do anything because it's like, and then I had like, I was debating, I was like, should I say something? Like, she's like, hey, like, would you stop crocheting? It's like, but I'm like, she's just an, an older lady, like crocheting, just trying to enjoy, just like I'm reading my book. She's trying to do her, a very calm, like maybe, maybe, and maybe she's scared to fly and that's what calms her down to think of, I don't know. And so I battled the whole fight. I was like, should I tell her? Should I not? And eventually I was like, ah, I shouldn't say anything. I'm just going to let her. We got another 20 minutes, whatever, at this point. But it was against my will. I was being flashed in the eye repetitively. Repetitively? Repetitively. You can say so many words in different ways. And that was unbelievably frustrating to me. So that's a pet peeve this week. When people do things to other people against their will, highly hate it. Same thing in New York. This will happen. You'll be on the train, and somebody will get on the train and play music out of their phone or a game on their phone. Or you can be at like at a doctor's, like a like a like a waiting room in a doctor's office, and you're just everybody's sitting there. Someone's playing a game on their phone. It's like bling, bling. It's like, dude, that's it's like you being if you're waiting in that room with everybody else, you're being affected by that, and that sucks because like maybe you have a headache. Maybe that's why you're at the doctor. Maybe you're like you're just not up for it, right? So when people put things on other people against their will, I highly it's a huge pet. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Same thing with smoking somewhat. Like if you want to smoke, I have my own thoughts on that and whatever. But like if you're in an enclosed environment and people just like light up a cigarette, let's say you're at someone's house and just start smoking. It's like, dude, there's other people here. Maybe they don't smoke. Maybe they don't like, I don't know. I don't, this, it's hard to talk about this because it's like, where does it go too far? It's like, what if you just wear an offensive t-shirt or an offensive sweater? What if someone like just doesn't like your sweater because they think it's ugly? You're like, dude, get that sweater out of here. It's like offending me it, just because it's an ugly sweater. Like it's weird colors or something, right? I, I don't know. They, that's where these things, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't like being affected by other people when I'm, when I'm not, uh, when I'm don't want it, you know, which let's bring me to another pet peeve. Uh, I think we should, I'm not, I'm not sure what to think about automatic, automatic bathroom things, you know, automatic hand dryers, automatic sinks in the airports. You know, they got a lot of these, a lot of times it's automatic. A lot of this stuff. First of all, I, the dryers usually always suck right? Every automatic dryer blows. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> they, uh, they blow in the, they're not good. They're like, they never get your hands dry. What are you supposed to stand under there for like, for three minutes? I, I don't know how long you got to stand there to get your hands like, to get your hands dry from a, from a blow dryer. Also, these things are so loud. Like you're standing right there and it's like literally having a, like someone blowing something in your ear. It's like, are we supposed to just damage our ears because we got to wash our, uh, dry our hands for four minutes? I don't know, and and then if there's a if it's crowded, there's people behind you. They can't even dry their hands because they're trying to like, they're waiting on you. So if everybody was taking the proper time to dry their hands, oh, and what happens is people don't because then if you're rushed or you're just like fuck this, I don't want this takes forever. I got st- I gotta go. So you leave and then you just fling your hands. So you just fling water everywhere, um, and that maybe somebody will slip. I don't know if it's a, if it's that kind of floor or they got bad shoes or old shoes. I wear my shoes down till they got holes at the bottom. They don't have a lot of grip by the end, which is most of the... <laughs> my, my shoes are usually good for like two or three months, and then I wear them out for like another year and a half. And I just wear the same pair. I wear like one or two pair. And then it's like, so most of the life of my shoe doesn't even have grip. So, uh, yeah. But but then the question is, what about saving the environment with like trees and stuff? Uh, you know, uh, I don't even know if it... I'm not sure if it... I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are in that. Maybe that's something I'll read about next. I don't know. There's so There's so much to learn. So also, who knows how much electricity we're using with these with these dryers? It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, power. And, and here's what I don't like about them is because 
even if you leave like sometimes the dryers, especially if it's a push, you know, it's a push button one, or even with the sinks. First of all, the sinks, the water doesn't even come out half the time. It's like dripping out on these automatic things. Then you put your hand under there. This we all go to. I'm not. Even, I'm not saying anything new. You put your hand under there. There's not even the water didn't even come out. Then you gotta like hit the back of the sink or like uh, or or with the sink or especially if it's a push down kind, but it automatically goes off, right? Or or the sink will just be running running water with no hands under there. Same with the blow dryer. It'll just be running until it's like the. So we're actually just wasting like more water and maybe more electricity. I don't know the numbers of this. Again, there's maybe there's someone, some like environmental person who works on these things listening to this and going like Lance is out of his mind. Maybe so. I don't know. But I don't. I don't like them. I'm not a fan of the blow dryers or the automatic hand water water things. I don't know. Oh, but maybe this is it too. You know, it's like you can't be perfect in life. Like we want to do better. We all want to do better. Maybe of like saving the environment. But it's also like we just. You can't be a perfect person. Like, there's certain things we all need, right? It's like, you don't want to, maybe even if you, if you don't want to hurt anyone or make everything better, it's like, I mean, if you walk down the sidewalk, you kill, you kill bugs and stuff, right? Like, you kill ants, maybe little things you don't see. It's like, so, I, even just living, it's like, or, or there's so much plastic in the world, too. But, like, if you get pretty much anything takeout or to go, it's in plastic. So, it's like, do you just never get takeout? I mean, ideally, maybe, maybe not. But, like, the, all these battles we have to play with ourselves of, like, you know, items and purchasing. I don't know. That that's a bigger. It's overwhelming. The thing with me too is like I just get so overwhelmed by it. I try not to think about it. You know that not not that that's good either. But it's like there's so many things in the world like that. That like I don't even know how to fix. I I guess I'll. But if you spend every second trying to compost or put recycle things or like every, you know, ideally you do the best you can. Given but like I don't know. I don't know. It, it, that's that's a big one. I got to wrestle with more more of myself, so that's that, also, it seems like everybody is, um, everybody's still on Facebook, you know, I feel like there's this big moon where everyone's, like, ripping Facebook, like, Facebook's over, it's done, I see a lot of people on there, everybody seems to be on there, I'm gonna put this episode on there, and people will maybe listen to it, you know, it seems like people are still on Facebook, even though they say they're not, you know, so that's something that I've been, uh, seeing, I feel like Facebook's still kind of alive, also, of, of course, everybody's on Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. So, uh, I mean, it's the same thing, basically. And I love how we just jump from social media things. It's so funny to me, like, what the fad is, right? Like, it was MySpace, and then it was Facebook, and then Twitter was like, everybody's you got to be on Twitter. I don't even know. I mean, and yes, people are still on, on a few of these, right? Or Probably MySpace people are still using. I don't know. Maybe not. But Twitter, even people, it was like all the rage. And now it's like, I, I know some people that use it sometimes now. Like, I was never really big into it. But now it's Instagram. Instagram's huge. And then, it, you know, TikTok and then Snapchat. I don't even know. I feel like that came and went. Vine, that was another one that came and went. So it's like, I just think it's so funny how we, it's like they, something becomes cool and we use it for like a year or two and like you got to do it and you got to amass all the people and whatever. And then they just all become junkier as like, even Instagram now was just like photos originally, right? And now it's become like there's video now. And now it's also become text, so it's like you screenshot what's in your phone or screenshot Twitter and put it on there. Or it's becoming like every site basically starts out as like one thing, and it just becomes like, is this the right word? Amalgamation? I don't know if that's the right word. An amalgamation or a, uh, you know what I'm saying, like a collection of just like everything. It's like now Instagram is tweets, is videos, is live videos, is, you know... I don't know. So eventually, we're oh, we're gonna move away from Instagram. I know we will. We're gonna go to the next one, whatever the next hot one is. That like maybe celebrities have to endorse it first, and then people are like, now we're on 
you know, Lingaling, you know, I don't know, whatever. It could be the name doesn't even matter. All the names are stupid. You know, it's like, we're on Ling-a-ding-ding, you know, and now everyone's on Ling-a-ding-ding. I mean, that's how, that sounds crazy, but it's no different than LinkedIn, right? Ling-a-ding-ding is not that far from LinkedIn, you know? So TikTok, I mean, that's like, that's huge now, I guess. I don't know. I don't really use it that much. I have an account, but I've never posted on there. Um, So who knows? I don't know. I just think it's funny how we jump from social media thing like one's cool and one's not. It's like it's all the same shit and then eventually it, they all become the same shit. They start off as something maybe that's like whatever and then they expand, 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 expand. They buy each other out and it's basically just the same thing. So that's a rant there for that. Maybe we'll do one more. What else we got here? Oh, let's just do this. People who, you know, sometimes you'll see in the news people who like uh, fuck with animals or or like climb over climb over a sign like in a national park it's like do not cross here danger falling rock and the people cross and then get killed by a boulder or like people who are where you know go to wildlife and then like get mauled by like a thing it's like don't go here you'll get mauled and then people go and get mauled i have a hard time having sympathy for those people i think it, and the question is is that maybe i heard this somewhere else i don't know is that like survival of the fittest? Because it's like, hey, don't do this. And then you're doing it. And then you get killed or mauled. It's like, well, we didn't, you're an idiot. Like anytime, if you go to a national park and there's a rope and it says, do not cross here, dangerous due to whatever, scorpions, boulders, snakes. I don't know. They, um, like, don't cross it. If you cross it and then you get killed from the thing that the sign said, like if you do, now maybe you went a different route and didn't see the sign. I'll give you that. But ideally, uh, you know, you're entering in a place where it, the point is, if you see the sign it says "Beware of Bobcats, do not enter," and then you like jump the rope or the fence or whatever, and then now you're like taking photos with Bobcats or whatever, and you get killed. I have very little sympathy for you. I don't. Maybe that's me being not a nice person, but I, you just I think it's dumb. So that's all I have on that. Let's say something positive to round this out. Lance, another Lance tip for the week. Um, I'm gonna say this: uh, drink more water. Let's just go there. Drink more water. I think a lot of times our problems are we're not drinking enough water. A lot, you know, you'll get a headache or you don't feel good or I think we just forget to drink water half the time. And your body is a good chunk of water, maybe mostly water. God, I mean, I'm really not that bright on some of this, but I think your body is like mostly water, you know, uh, just like what's in your cells and your skin. I don't know. I really have no idea. Maybe it's like 10% water, but I, I think it's more than that. I think your body is a lot of water, maybe mostly water. Anyway. I think you drink more water. A lot of times, if you got a headache, you're just dehydrated or you're not feeling good, you're feeling low. Even for digestion, I feel like drinking water at least helps me out a little bit. Um, not a doctor again, but um, I love how I have to say I'm not a doctor again. Like someone's listening to this being like, oh yeah, Lance said it. Like, that's what I love about these. <laughs> I'm, what credentials do I have? You know, I can just, all you can do is what works for you. You learn what works for you and then. Um, I like Kelly Slater, the surfer. I think he's really cool. And I, I listen to interviews about him and he's like, hey, I know what works for me and this is it. And it's like, that's kind of the best advice you can you can get from someone. Well, or at least some good advice. It's like, this worked for me. Can't tell you if it's going to work for you, but I tell you, there's some, there's some scientific evidence off of my personal experiments that work for me, you know? So I'm saying that now, you know, anyone. So it's like, I'm going to say drink more water. That's a tip. You know, stay hydrated. Um, I think it's just, it'll, it'll, I think a lot of times many problems come from just not drinking enough water. So that's that. Uh, I feel pretty good about this episode. I think I feel like I did okay this week. I was feeling again, I, I'm never feeling that confident going into these things cause I'm doing it alone and you're just not sure is it's like, are you crazy or something? But 
Um, I felt like I got some good topics out, and I uh, I hope everybody. I'm gonna try and get this. This is coming out either today, Saturday, or tomorrow, Sunday, and then I'm gonna try and get another one out on Wednesday if I can. If life doesn't uh, if life doesn't bog me down, but I'm getting about about one out a week, so I'm I'm hoping to get better on the schedule of really having it come out every Wednesday if I can help it. But uh, that's it. If again, if you like it, if you want to rate it, review it on iTunes. Oh, I also have a Patreon. I'm, I'm going to try and buy some more equipment, I think, as I, up, as I move forward with this thing, some better equipment. So that's where that money will go. Currently, if uh, I have a patreon.com uh, slash party with Lance, if you want to uh, do any of that stuff there to add a, little, a few bones to some more equipment or whatnot or supporting the podcast. And finally, I'm on all the social media things. I am at party with Lance. So you can go to partywithlance.com. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Venmo, I think even. TikTok, although I haven't posted on TikTok, I was talking about. I'm everywhere Party with Lance, so at Party with Lance uh, if you want to follow along there, and I appreciate it, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good. And, I, you know, maybe this can't, maybe this podcast, I feel, went decent due to listening to Wayne Dyer. So I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to try to keep it up. You know, that's the thing. you got to remember to do it or carve out the 10 minutes of your day to do it. Crazy because it's really the most important stuff is, like, your spiritual, your self, your feelings, your emotions, all that. It's really your most important thing. But for some reason, we all just get up and go to the internet, uh, look at Instagram, CNN.com, whatever, and just fucking, now we're like chickens with our heads cut off going about the day. So uh, I'm going to try and keep up the Wayne Dyer stuff. That's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And this has been the Party with Lance podcast. And I'll see you hopefully Wednesday. Uh, but, you know, the way these have been going, perhaps Thursday, Friday, or Saturday of next week. Thank you so much. Much love to everyone. And I guess the new year... This might be the last episode of this year. So much love. Let's let's do good this year. Let's be kind to each other. Let's uh, take stock of ourselves, uh, our inner whatever, and uh, be kind to each other. And uh, that's it, man. It's a short life. Let's show the love. Peace out.